my shots from the bottle days are over. I told myself I wasn't drinking. I don't want you to be nervous at all. We have a second <laughs> guest today, and it's Tanya Birkin. Do you want to explain the process of how someone can even dream about getting a Birkin, a Kelly? So I went to Chris Brown's house. I don't think Chris Brown's making a drink for a girl he's not trying to fuck. <laughs> I, I still think if someone ever tells me don't get me a gift, I still get a gift. But of course, I try to take into account. Obviously, we're both manifestors. Yeah. What's one of your biggest tricks to get what you want? I think this is where men fall short when they're trying to get a gift for their girlfriend. Let's talk about diamond rings versus lab diamonds. You mean fake diamonds? <laughs> Tanya's like, if no one died for my motherfucking ring, then I don't want it. <laughs> Hold on, Blood yeah. diamond, baby. We're like, not canceled. You're listening to the X Podcast. Hey guys, welcome back to the X Podcast. It's your homegirl, Alessia. Before the episode starts, don't forget to like, subscribe, and follow, comment. I love when you guys comment. It's so fun interacting with you. Just so you know, I'm on Spotify, iTunes, YouTube, and Snapchat. So be sure to follow me everywhere. So today I have a guest. Um, she is a reoccurring guest. She's been on before. She is also associated to my ex-partner, Veronica. So I'm sure at this point, you probably know who she is. Give it up for Tanya. Hi. <laughs> I love how you said ex-partner. Like, you're now cheating on her with her no. sister. <laughs> well, it kind of feels like that, even if it's just, like, one episode. <laughs> it's like when the guy date goes and he, like, hooks up with one sister and then they break up and then he goes and revenge hooks up with the other sister. <laughs> well, first of all, I don't think there's anything wrong with a guy in that situation. I think it has to do with, like, what's going on with the sisters. hundred percent. So there's am some... I the bad sister right now? Um, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, maybe. <laughs> So the last time we had you on, we spoke about so many things. If you guys haven't watched that episode, then you should definitely go watch it. But today we were like in the holiday spirit. You're wearing a red skirt. I'm wearing a red top. <laughs> so we're just going to like talk about so many random things. I feel like we've been talking about doing this for a long time. So here we are. You have to speak on this podcast. You know? <laughs> it's a talking podcast. <laughs> I feel kind of awkward just holding oh it. I didn't know you were still holding <laughs> it. I didn't know you were still holding it. Oh my god. I thought you were gonna place it once I did the hey guys. Okay, put it. You want me to put it? Now? Yeah. Okay. Woo. So we actually have two third guests. guests. Yeah, we have a third guest. Actually, yeah, you're not a guest. A second <laughs> guest. We have we have a second guest today. And it's Tanya's bag for Birkin. Have you named her? Yeah, her name's Bella. Because the color's beton, so I wanted something with a B, and then I was like, well, she's beautiful, so... Her name is Bella. Bella. So, when did you get her? Uh, almost, actually, more than a year ago. Exactly a year ago, in, in like, a couple weeks. So, obviously, the process with getting a Birkin is not like you go to Hermes and be like, hi, I want a Birkin. They're like, get the fuck out of here. Basically. <laughs> so do you want to, like, explain the process a little bit for anybody who could ever dream of having one? <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> why am I sweating? Do you need a shot? <laughs> <laughs> I need a shot. You want a shot? 
Why is my hand shaking? You want a shot? <laughs> Quickly. <laughs> it's just one. Looking at me in the eyes, like, <laughs> like, Tug it from the bottle. Oh, I'm gonna give you a shot. Glass. Okay, thanks. Okay, you know what? <laughs> Don't post this though. <laughs> Don't post this part. <laughs> I'm trying to be classy from now on. <laughs> My shots from the bottle days are over. <laughs> That's true. Until she's drunk. <laughs> you want me to do one? <laughs> do you feel better if I do it with you? Yeah. <laughs> I told myself I wasn't drinking. Whoever's going to watch this later is going to be like, <laughs> random girls just drink from the bottle. Should we do one more? Woo! Okay. I don't want you to be nervous at all. Do you want to explain the process of how someone can even dream about <laughs> getting a Birkin, a Kelly at Hermes? Yeah, so I don't want to give all my secrets, obviously. <laughs> um, but it's definitely a process for sure. So there's a... <laughs> so one, you have to have money. <laughs> <laughs> Number one. <laughs> I think... Or your boyfriend or husband has to have money. <laughs> but you cannot use his credit card to buy it. So he has to get a credit card... In your name. <laughs> Sounding like I'm ready for marriage. Yeah. <laughs> wow. I, I knew that, but like, it's nice to, to yeah. state that because I feel like a lot of people don't know that. Yeah. So basically, Hermes doesn't take cash, only card. Um, and then when you do get the Birkin, we're skipping a few steps here. But when you do get the Birkin, you have to pay by card. The card has to be under your name. They check your ID to make sure it's actually your card. And it can only be paid on one card. So you have to have a big enough limit to be able to put it all on one card. You can't split it up. <laughs> <laughs> There's no like... Uh, There's no take this card, take this one, take this one. <laughs> Here's a little bit of cash. Uh, do you guys take after pay here? Yeah, no. None of that. It has to be on one card under your name. Okay. Yeah. So what you're saying is you have a good old Amex that works well. Yep. <laughs> they just raised my limit even more now. <laughs> I love that. You know when Tanya got an Amex, I was like, excuse me, why do I not have one? <laughs> I went to apply. I'm like, I only want it if I can get the rose gold one. You got it, right? And I got the rose gold yeah. one. And I was like, oh, my God, I feel so elite. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's actually like the worst Amex card, by the way. But like, it just looks Is cool. it? <laughs> I love the look of it. Yeah. I was talking to my friend who was in banking before. And mm -hmm. he was like, you know that the gold, well, it's gold, rose gold, same one. It's the worst Amex card. It gets you like no points for anything. Really? Yeah. Um, well, it's my first year, so I think they're, like, just tripling on the, the points right now, so it's doing well, but, um, yeah, no, ideally it'd be to have the black one with no limits. Well, obviously. Well, I mean, I'm not there yet, but <laughs> I'll let you guys know. <laughs> okay, so you go to Hermes, and now how do you start your file in order to get one? Because, obviously, the resale value on it, it's an investment piece. Yeah, exactly, for sure. Um, so if ever you were to resell it, which... You know, you shouldn't, but you can get like three to four times your money that you spent on it, which is crazy. Like the same way men love their watches and, you know, they can go up in value. I don't know about right now for Rolex and stuff, but I know like a year and a half ago it was like insane, like during COVID. But this is even more insane. This is this is worth when when yeah. you buy this, you can resell it for way more. Like the markup is much higher than if you resell a watch. But they don't well, allow you. Which watch. But they don't allow, like technically you're not allowed to sell your bag in the first two years you get it, right? In Canada. Yeah, yeah of course. In Canada, there's always more <laughs> rules. Like, yeah. why would something be simple for us? I don't know how it is in the US. In Canada, you have to wait two years. Otherwise, you're blacklisted. Yeah, like to get another one, it would just be a mess. Yeah. And well, how much you do you have to, like one. how much around do you have to spend in order to even get your first one? 
That's a hard question. They don't really tell you like how much you have to spend. It also depends. You have to become friendly with your associate. Always go to the same person. Make a relationship with them. Um, I've heard people getting fucked. They were like, the sales associate was like promising them, yeah, 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 spend money and like you'll be next. And then they ended up like quitting or just yeah. like I've heard horror yeah, stories. But it always goes on your profile anyway. So the next associate that takes over kind of sees what you've spent. They see how much you've spent. Obviously, like they want you to spend with them because they want to get the commission. Yeah. So do you find yourself buying things that you don't really want because you're like, I need another one? <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. Okay. <laughs> I feel like any girl trying to get a, a Hermes, like, well, a quota bag is feels the way I feel. Yeah. We all got a lot of Orion sandals. And when you put in your request for the type of bag you want, were they like, I can't promise you it? Yeah, you it don't might, get to pick your bag. Because technically, whatever bag comes in, you have to be like, I'll take it. Thank you. Yeah, definitely. If you say no, they'll not offer you another one. <laughs> Which is so crazy. Can you put in like, okay, I'm looking into more this color. Like you yeah. can try, but whatever comes in, like if lime green comes in, like, and that's your first one, lime green is your first one. Yeah. Well, obviously you're going to build, you build a relationship with your sales associate and then they'll ask you, what's your wish list? So what are the bags that you'd like to have? And you could kind of give them a few options. Doesn't mean they'll get you that specific one, but they're obviously going to try to get you something in your in your wish list or something that they know would look good on me so this i didn't oh, okay, ask i'm glad they got the truth looks good on me bitch i'll tell you what i want <laughs> that's why you have to make a, a good relationship for sure for yeah. sure um so i'm manifesting one i really want one okay. i really want a kelly a, a little kelly. small kelly yeah. black gold hardware a mini kelly a mini kelly i don't know about the first one being your a mini kelly oh i just i don't know i love it but this is the 20 it's hard to get a mini kelly no i know yeah but obviously why would i want something that everybody has yeah (laughs) i mean let's be real you just have to spend a little extra for the mini kelly (laughs) but like hopefully at that point i'm sorry but i don't think there's ever going to be a point in my life where i'm like i really want to buy this myself like i think whether i like make it big and i'm making so much money I still want my mad to buy it for me. Just make sure he gets a credit card in your name. <laughs> no stress. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, so you got a 25. Yeah, 25 Birkin okay. in Beton, um, which is like a gray color. Can look fine sometimes beigey in certain lights. It's a beautiful first color, honestly. It's the best color. When, when I got it, I obviously was in love right away, but then... I actually didn't wear her for the first year that I had her. It stayed in the box. I wore it like one or two times, and then I would rewrap it all back up. And I know put it what back you mean. I know what you mean because yeah. it's like this is valued at so much. Like I can't ruin it. Yeah, I didn't even take the stickers off for the full first year. I also wanted to film an unboxing, which I never did. So this is her official. <laughs> She's making it on the podcast. <laughs> her official welcoming. Look, you did it just in a different way. Yeah. But you know what I find really crazy is that Chanel has been obviously going up in price so much like every six months they they go up now and it's like it's where is it being made china yeah you know and i feel like chanel is really at this point now where they're at the same price as they're more expensive they're more expensive yeah like you got one recently right weren't you freaking out on how much the prices increase i got the small um yeah you got the one like i have nude in yeah the small classic um with tax, it was like 14,000 Canadian. Which is like, at that point, like, I want a Birkin. Yeah, my Birkin was less than that. And your Birkin is not made in China? No, handmade in Paris. 
So it's like an atelier. <laughs> <laughs> and the quality itself, like you touch it and this is like a quality bag. My Chanel. Also, the resale value on a Chanel is nowhere near what it is on a Birkin. No, you lose money if you resell. It for sure holds its value, but you're not like tripling your money. Right. Anyway, okay, well, you heard a little bit about designer bags and that girls want that for the holidays. <laughs> <clears throat> so uh, <laughs> any other gifts that you feel like are good? My next one's coming soon. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, my Amex works, but you know what else works? Somebody else buying it for me. <laughs> Just start making the credit card in my name. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about horoscopes for like two seconds. Okay. So what is the best sign? Aquarius. Okay, great. <laughs> I will not um, disagree with you on that. I feel like Aquarius are the only ones that think that they're the best, and then but everyone else hates us, I think. <laughs> no, I don't think... <laughs> honestly, we have a personality where we get along with everyone. Yeah. Because we know how to adapt our personality. Definitely. You know? Super adaptable. We really can adapt to where we are. I think every Aquarius is just super cocky, though, and it. some people take that not so well. Yeah, but I think it's just, like, part of it. But when you get to know us, we're soft, yeah. You know? But sort we have of. to crack that ish. <laughs> yeah. But then we'll also remind you who the fuck we are all the time. All the time. <laughs> Do you know who you're talking to? <laughs> the only reason I believe in signs is because of every person I meet that's an Aquarius. I'm sorry. Like, it's... Oh. Instant connection. Instant connection. And I really feel the difference with an Aquarius versus any other sign. I also think we're the most kind of open-minded sign. I would agree with that. I feel like we can listen to someone else's point of view and be like, okay, I get why you feel that way. I'm still right, but I get why you yeah. feel that way. Whereas like other people will be like, no. Yeah, you're wrong. You're wrong. And I don't believe in saying like you're wrong. I think everyone has different points of views and different. Exactly. Two plus two is floor, but also three plus one. You know what I mean? Floor. Floor. <laughs> Fuck, I fucked up. <laughs> okay, so I'm 27 and you're 29. I'm freaking out a little bit, and you were giving me a pep talk, so yeah. I kind of want to have that pep talk here on the pop, on the on the pop pop. <laughs> I wanna on the pop pop. <laughs> we're two years apart. I'm 27, you're 29, and you were telling me that 27 was like your hardest year. <sighs> 27 was my hardest. Okay, so hardest talk to year. me about it, because I feel like it's been a hard year for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like 27 was definitely one of my hardest years when I was 27 people would be like how old are you and I'd be I'd say 28 by accident really because I was so worried about turning 28 that I would just I already thought I was 28 I had just turned 27 that and I kind was of like happens 28 to me actually now that you mention it yeah because like you're so focused on being 28 that you already think you're 28 yeah yeah and I think with the whole movement going on of people being like you're only worthy if you're like 21. It kind of. Oh my God, is that a thing? <laughs> Wait, is that happening? <laughs> on TikTok. I know you're not really <laughs> on TikTok. Well, it's just like everyone is like. Everyone on TikTok's 13. So. Yeah, literally. <laughs> and they also are like, the best kind of girls are like 21. Like, you're almost like deemed as like lower value if you're older. First of all, but 21 me was not the best me for no, sure. No, <laughs> I feel like I'm definitely on my hottest now. Really? Yeah. Excuse me? <laughs> I don't know when was my hottest. I feel like now, I now for sure. Think? Yes, I'm the hottest now? yes. <laughs> you were always pretty, but like I think I don't know. I feel like we're living in a day and age where like every woman is getting more beautiful as they get older, and not 
the other way around, which cool. is why I feel, find it so weird when men are like <laughs> Botox, <laughs> <laughs> filler, <laughs> facelifts. <laughs> I mean, that's crazy that they even. Well, you didn't do a facelift. I I actually did a mini don't, lift. Don't do yourself dirty. You didn't no. need a facelift. No, like, I didn't do like a full facelift. I did, but I had to do a mini lift because of my jaw surgery. So if I, it's not that like. I needed it, but they but removed But people are bone. thinking like face no, 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 lift. No, Come on, you're no. fucking. I did a little mini. Years old. They had to tighten my jawline because they removed some bone. So essentially, because they removed the bone and they like moved my chin a little bit back, my skin would have been sagging. So you had no choice, but it wasn't like a facelift. Like we're talking fox no. size, like you know. No. So 27 was definitely my hardest age. I was so worried about turning 28. Mm-hmm. I was like, what have I done with my life at yeah. this point? I wasn't really working at that time. I, I had I had finished school <laughs> and not doing anything with my life, um, really. And and my dreams have always been to have a business. I just don't know what that business is yet. Um, and at that point, I'm like, why don't I have this figured out yet? Why am I doing? Why am I doing nothing? Um, I'm turning 28, and my life is not going anywhere. I don't have you know a husband. Yeah. I don't have anything that's gonna be a husband anytime yeah. soon. Um, so it's stressful because as a girl, you do have an internal clock. As much as we, we can look hotter, we can get facelifts, you can only have kids until a certain age yeah. as well. So that was all playing in my head and I just really felt down about it yeah. a lot. Like really hard. I was depressed. I was drinking to cover up, you know, being depressed and like not knowing if I if that was making me feel more shitty because I'm being less productive. Mm-hmm. Um so it was a lot of emotions. And then when I actually turned 28, I still felt shitty. Mm-hmm. I made a lot Great. of... Great. So it's not uphill just yet for me. <laughs> yeah, well, I made a lot of decisions at 28 that I was like, okay, breaking up with the boyfriend, that's not going anywhere. Right. Um, getting a job. I got a job. I, how old was I when I got a job? <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh my God. 28. <laughs> it was a little further. <laughs> I did go to LA. Oh, oh yeah. We yeah, could talk about that. That was after I turned 28. I was in LA for a while and I was just like wilding. I was like... You were turning into an L.A. chick. No, I was just like drunk every day. I remember Having this. a really hard time. Like I turned 28 and it got even harder for like a good two months. And then I woke up one morning and I was like, what the hell is wrong with me? Yeah. <laughs> I need to get my life under control. Um, so I came back to Montreal. I kind of started cleaning up my life, started focusing on things that would make me feel more productive. Mm-hmm. Even though I wasn't like starting the business that I want right away, I did get a job. I started doing things that were making me feel more productive. Right. And, and that's so. really, it's really about getting into routine with things. And then yeah. I feel like once you start doing things, everything just kind of like comes into play yeah. and it figures itself out. Yeah, exactly. But I think when you're doing nothing and you're worrying about doing nothing, it's like the I already worst. think you're ahead of what where I was at 28. Like I was, you at least have the podcast, you have some stuff going on. I had nothing really going on right. and it was bringing me even more down. Apart from the fact that I'm like, oh my God, I'm getting old. I'm going to be like ugly soon. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> I'm going to have wrinkles. <laughs> no. Botox. Um, filler. <laughs> Botox. Filler. Um, um, I mean, makes so much sense though. I feel yeah. like if any guy is listening, this is just like what girls think of. Yeah. And I feel like guys can't really relate because they can have kids until they're 85. First of all, like, literally. What's his name? Just had a kid. He's like in his 80s, no? Who? That actor. Anyway, whatever, but. 
Yeah. Anyways, so they can't understand this. They don't get it that at at 40, it's dangerous to have kids and you might be able to, might not be able to. Yeah, for sure. There's a lot of, you know, advanced, um, there's advanced technology right now. You can freeze your eggs and stuff, but do you want to be like an older grandma taking care of your kid? No, but I'm also like, I don't want to put that pressure on myself where I'm like, I need to have a kid now. Oh my God, I don't want to put more pressure. No, no, no. (laughs) But I just think I'm 28 and I'm nowhere near ready to have kids. I do know I want kids. Yeah. I don't... Like, ideally, when I used to think about a perfect life, I was already married by now. And, like, I was already, like, now I was starting my process of having kids. And when I think about it now, I'm like, I don't even have a man in my life. Like, I, and then I I think I'm still a kid. I don't think I can take care of a kid. Yeah, but I think, okay, great. I'm turning 28 years old. If I meet someone, let's say, at 28, then I still want to be with them and make sure they're the right person. For at least a year and a half, two years before we get married. Before you get married or before you get engaged? Before I get engaged. So then it's like, I'm 30 and now I have a ring on my finger, but I'm probably not married yet. And like, I don't want to be an old mom. And it's like, I'm 30 and I have the ring. But then it's like, I still want to spend two years traveling with my husband and like doing all these things. So I'm just like, these are all the things that kind of go through a girl's mind. Um, But but I don't... I feel like now after I turned 28 and I went like through that yeah. whole battle, I feel like by the middle of that, by the time, maybe by the time I was 29, I was like, okay, it's not that bad. Like I was freaking out for nothing. Yeah. Like life goes on. You still have time. There's people that are doing less than you. You're already. Yeah. And I really put myself down because I have done a lot of things. For sure. For my age. Like I have studied a lot of different. I studied mechanical engineering, software engineering. I, I, and I'm very capable and i think getting a job kind of reminded me of how capable yeah, i am and, and how smart you are how smart i am how like hard working i am so i have it in me to have what i want yeah so i feel like that really kind of settled it for me for sure i think the worst thing about not having a job is kind of feeling like where are you going and like yeah. like are you valuable to this world almost it feels like am i useless yeah and then when you start you're like i'm fucking the best here like yeah. you know so no, I totally get that. Okay, so it's only uphill for me. Only uphill. Okay, great. I'm sounding like I'm so depressed and stuff, and I'm not. <laughs> it's just like, you know, it creeps up on you, these thoughts. Yeah. So um, it's nice to know that it's only uphill from here. And now you're excited to turn 30. Yeah, I'm excited. I want to have like a really fun birthday. I want to do something that I haven't done yet. Okay. Because I've experienced a lot of stuff, but I feel like 30 is the time where you want to do something new. Yeah. Um, Any idea where we're going? <laughs> I love how I'm like, where we're going. <laughs> Well, we have our birthday is two days apart in case anyone didn't know. Yeah, we were actually discussing how maybe we were going to do Dubai for our birthdays, um, which I've already put that in my head that we're doing that. So now like there's no... If Alessia is manifesting it, it's happening. A hundred percent. And if (laughs) you're manifesting it, it's happening. Oh, it's definitely. You're talking to the biggest manifestors. Literally. Obviously, we're both manifestors. What's one of your biggest tricks to get what you want? So for me, I'll tell you how I started manifesting mm-hmm. and it's before it was even a thing. When I was little, mm-hmm. um, I don't know if I said this on the last podcast. I feel like I might have. But when I was little, I would, I was the kind of girl where my parents would be like, you can't go to that birthday party. And in my head, I'd be like, I'm still going. And I would like get my outfit ready and think about all the stuff I was going to wear and bring to the birthday party. And yeah. then they'd be like, no, you're grounded. You're not going. And the day before, my mom would be like, okay, fine, you can go. And I feel like, I just always knew every time they were like, that's not happening. I wouldn't even say anything. I wouldn't argue with them. I'd be like, okay, fine. And in my head, I'd just be like, I'm going to the birthday party. And I would just go. I think. 
and I'm so similar to you in that sense. I almost feel like I'm so delusional. <laughs> yeah, that it just like happened. I'm so delusional that I think that's why we get what we want because yeah. I feel like a lot of people don't get what they want because they're affected by what people say. Rule of thumb is like if you're manifesting something and then somebody comes in your head and is like, no, you can't have it. And then you're like, oh my God, maybe I can have it. Then it's yeah. like, you're not getting it. Exactly. You can't. You have to. You actually have to believe that you have it already. You have to believe that it's happening. That's what I would do. Like as a kid, I was like, "It's I'm going." Yeah. It's really just like envisioning yourself in that place and taking the steps and getting ready. Like I would get ready for the birthday party. I would. I would still get like put together what gift I'm gonna get her. Like think about stuff that's bringing you closer to that outcome, and then it it happens for you. Oh, it's so it's so powerful. Yeah. And it's just about setting it free and, and knowing you're going to have it, and then it's it's just like you don't put pressure on it. Yeah, and you don't beg your parents, let me go. Like, it was just like you just let it happen. You you are like it's happening, and you let it go. Yeah. Which is... And I feel like it's it's happened for us in so many different ways. Some, actually, I want to talk about yeah. this. Something I started doing, because I never really practiced manifesting. It's just something that I would naturally kind of do inside of me, you know, mm -hmm. from growing up. But I feel like as I got older and when I got in that headspace at 28, when I was like so down on myself, things were not going so well for me. And I, and I was like in a bad headspace. Mm -hmm. um, but then I actually got a, a journal. Like, you know, the little manifesting journal where you mm -hmm. write like gratitude and stuff. And I feel like once I started doing that, it kind of helped me kind of get in that headspace again of manifesting and being grateful for things. And then stuff just started happening for me. Oh. Everything I would write in that journal, it's just it was just happening. Yeah, I think for sure so. you have to be grateful for what you have in order to get more. I think yeah. we yeah, that's a great, great point. Like yeah, if you're so like, I hate my life, like everything bad happens to me. Like, yeah, babe, you know, get you ready. Say, oh, this always happens. It's get always ready bad. because you're manifesting bad things to come to you. Even if you don't want it by you speaking it out into existence, you're believing it yeah. because and I think the hardest part about manifesting is that your mind needs to actually believe what you're saying. Well, you can manifest bad things as well. Yes, exactly. Like, that's the problem. So many people get so down on themselves yeah. and then you're actually manifesting bad things to happen mm -hmm. to you. So if you if you have a hard time manifesting, definitely get a journal. Um, I found, I felt like silly writing in a journal, but it, it no, really helps. It's, yeah. I think also journaling, not even for manifesting, but just to kind of see where you are at that point and then to read it back afterwards you're kind of just like wow i can't believe i thought those things then look how far i've come yeah you know and like even your thoughts because sometimes you don't realize because you just go on with your life but then when you read back to where you were at that time you're like holy shit i've come so far yeah. so getting older is a blessing it's not a bad thing um so it is a blessing it is a blessing because you know who said that what Bradley actually did a thing like that. Really? He like getting said, older is a blessing? Yeah, he was like, the fact that you made it to this age is a blessing. A hundred percent. You're turning 30 and I feel like I'm with the confident queen. So I want to give my listeners some advice if they're kind of feeling down about their life or anything they're kind of going through, how they can kind of just remember that they're that bitch for guy or girl. Guy or girl, for sure. Everybody gets down, you know? Mm. everybody has those days <laughs> everybody knows <laughs> <laughs> okay um well number one we already spoke about it if you have a hard time manifesting 
start journaling, start being grateful yeah. for what you already have. So it doesn't have to be complicated. Just write down in the morning three things that you're grateful for. Mm-hmm. And that will already give you a better perspective on life and make you feel better. Yes. So that's for sure. Number one. Number two is always be confident. Always know that you are that bitch. And again, if you have a hard time, fake it till you make it. Yeah. Smile, walk in there with your head up high, stand up with like good posture and pretend that you're that bitch. Mm-hmm. You know, like, you, did you ever hear of a power posture? No, what's a power posture? It's basically like when you stand like this, like the superwoman posture, It, like it's scientifically proven that that makes you already feel more Oh, confident. really? Yeah. That's crazy because I got these um, these two chairs for the podcast and I feel like I've never been more <laughs> hunchback in my entire I know, life. I'm, I and I'm trying myself. so hard to not be and it's the hardest thing. Why but, do I um, feel so proper? I know. I love that for you. But yeah. uh, I've been on these for a little bit now <laughs> and I'm kind of losing it already. It's bad to be hunched. It actually weakens your, your for sure confidence you know it's actually weird we we're at a party yesterday and a girl came up to me and she's like oh my god alessia like i just want to say i feel like you really came into your own like i yeah. don't remember you being this confident and i was really thinking about it i'm like you're like i've always been that I've, bitch i've I always even, been I heard her say that and i was like i feel like alessia has always been confident yeah but then i kind of thought and then back i really to it thought I, back yeah. to it and i was like well no like i haven't always been to this level of confidence i feel like every year i get older i'm way more comfortable in my skin and so when she brought me back, it's somebody I haven't seen in so long, right? So I'm trying to kind of trying to understand from her perspective at that time what she was seeing. And it makes so much sense how yeah. she's like, you're doing a podcast now. You're so comfortable being on video. And I'm like, wow. Oh, like, that When she said that, that's when it clicked for me. I was like, wow, I remember starting the podcast. I couldn't even look at a camera. Me too. Remember, and now I I'm used like, to have to film like videos like this when like stories became a thing. And I was I would have to film them for like three hours for a two second story i would film for three hours because yeah. i was like i don't like how my mouth looked like that i don't like this yeah and now you're filming a whole podcast and you can't change what your mouth looked like a hundred percent i think for sure like getting a nose job definitely helped and i don't i wouldn't put it just down to that no 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 i don't think it was just uh, getting a nose job but it, i think it was just realizing that like i'm stuck in this bitch like this is who i am i cannot change it i can alter things but the root of who I am is this. Yeah. So if I'm not comfortable in it, how the hell am I going to find somebody? You have to love yourself first. You have to love yourself first, <laughs> yes. But I think something that really helped for me was just waking up in the morning. Like, you know, you wake up in the morning, you don't always feel your best. Like, yeah. when I put makeup and do my hair, I'm like, oh, I'm that bitch. But it's really hard in the morning when you're like, I'm tired. Like, I have so much to do to look at yourself and feel like that bitch, you know? Yeah. But I think what's most important and what's really helped me is that without makeup, going in the mirror and just like even when I'm brushing my teeth, I'm like just like put on music and I'm just like, oh, like I'm so happy to be me. Like I'm so grateful. I love myself. These are five things I love about myself. And then even if you don't believe them, after a while, you're just like you look at yourself in the mirror and you're like, boom, 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 because you're always saying it to yourself. At some point, you just believe it. And then it just becomes easier. And then you only just add to the list after. And you're like, I have this, 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 and this. And then actually there's this now, you know? Yeah. And so I think rule number one is really just looking in the mirror and being like, I'm that bitch. And this is why. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Okay. So let's move on. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I agree with everything you just said. I just want to say one last thing on that is what you said about telling yourself these things in the mirror. That for sure works as well. And I feel like... It also 
again, fake it till you make it. It makes you look prettier when you're happy, when you're smiling. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you feel like you don't like the way you look, just being a happier person and a more confident and more positive person yeah. makes you look prettier. For sure. And you start like your muscles start like it's that's another scientific thing. If you're depressed, like your skin starts to go down because you're always like not smiling and frowning and then you start getting like saggy. So if you're always smiling, it brings everything up and huh. you look good. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. So laugh um, a lot, smile. <laughs> People are like, well, I'm getting wrinkles by doing that. So babe, which one is it? <laughs> well, there's always Botox for that. <laughs> okay, so you were talking about being in LA. Yeah. And I know you went through a stage where you were kind of like in the scene. And I remember I came to visit you at a point and I was like, what the hell is going on in this city? <laughs> I remember we were both at a party and we saw Chris Brown and I'm like, oh my God, Tanya, is that Chris Brown? And you're like, yeah, actually, I have so much to tell you. Like I went to his house and I was like, tell me everything. And we got to share it with the exes. So I went to Chris Brown's house and we walk in and they're like, put your phone in the in this basket, which I was expecting. That's like a normal thing when you're going to a celebrity's house. They don't want you taking videos. So I'm like, okay, cool. And then they're like, take off your shoes. <laughs> and I'm like, my shoes? Like, I'm five foot two, five foot three. Like, I'm not, I'm not taking off my shoes. They're and it's like, part of my outfit. Yeah, it's part of my outfit. I don't, another thing about confidence. I don't feel confident when I'm flat footed. Like I, a good pair of heels is a nice confidence boost and i'm like oh i'm about to go walk in front of chris brown in my <laughs> barefoot <laughs> i was like no they're like ma'am you have to take off your shoes if you want to come in <laughs> so i'm like okay fine <laughs> taking off my my heels put them in another basket <laughs> and they're like hey you can come in now so i get in there there's a few other girls that are already there and i see some of the girls have their shoes on and you're like, what the fuck? I'm like, why does that girl have her heels on? Why did I have to take mine off? And the other guy's like, oh, like, you know, they're the homies. So, like, they can keep their shoes on. But, like, since you're new, they want to make sure that you're not going to scratch stuff. So, you have to take yours off. Like, we don't know you. You're basically passing an application. <laughs> yeah. I was like, okay. Um, so, I'm walking around. There's all these girls in their nice heels. And I'm there with, they. I think they gave me slippers, too. Like, these ugly throw away slippers that you can put on <laughs> and i'm like <laughs> fml <laughs> so you were in chris brown's house what's his house like sick his house is so sick i think we were in just one part of it mm-hmm. which is kind of like the party area and they had like arcade machines and if you looked up there was like racks of clothes that i guess he gets sent to him for stuff i mm-hmm. don't know but the arcade part was sick like his house is an arcade that's crazy really and you cool. said after a while they were like you can put your shoes back on yeah so then we were chilling there for a bit chris brown by the way super nice i've met a couple celebs and chris brown's super nice he really quiet wasn't expecting that from him was like really quiet um but then would walk around and be like you good you good to everyone it was just checking like if everyone was good (laughs) all the time you're like no i want my shoes (laughs) absolutely we'll get to that part and actually at one point i had my drink was empty and he walked by and he's like you good and i was like yeah and he's like oh your drink's empty and he actually made me a drink (laughs) <laughs> the bare like, fucking oh. minimum well you would yes. be surprised because some celebs yes. will be like i'm a, like i'm not making you a drink like someone will make you a drink for sure but he himself went and made me a drink and i was like impressed by that yeah. coming from a celebrity for sure because they're not the same character like it's not the same they're so used to having everything mm-hmm. done for them that, that they it's... just have to like snap their fingers yeah. yeah so i was like impressed that he got me a drink impressed that he was always checking in on everyone and Do you then think I- it's because he wanted to fuck you 
<laughs> well, <laughs> I don't think Chris Brown's making a drink for a girl he's not trying to fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> anyways did not did not sleep with him everyone yeah <laughs> okay but he was really chill really nice and coming back to the shoes part at one point i'm like you know i've been here for two hours like someone was like i think it was him that was you you good or like his friend said something and i was like honestly like i'd really love my shoes <laughs> <laughs> good i love that and then he, the guy was like okay like you're like you're, you're a homegirl like, now. You're a homegirl now. You can go get your shoes and put them on. And I'm like, no way. I made it. And I, I put my shoes back on. He's like, great. I made her a drink and she didn't put down her pants. So maybe if I, you know, make her put back her shoes, maybe she'll put her pants down. <laughs> well, and you were still like, nope, you need to try harder. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so I, I got my shoes back. Okay, great. Yeah. Uh, I even think at one point I got my, I also think I got my phone at that same time, which was like really cool. I was like, now I'm I'm a homie. Like, you're a homie now. I fit in. They trust me. I feel me. like at that point when they're like, well, here's your phone back. You're almost like, keep it in the basket. Yeah, I don't I even don't need, need it. it. <laughs> if you think I looked at my phone once when they oh, gave I it back. I feel like if you would even just go on it, they would be like, what's this bitch about? Like, what do you think she's up to? I feel like they would like, you know? No, I don't no? think so. Like, people were on their phone. Okay. Yeah. But I would be like, oh my God, I feel like they just trusted me with this and now like I'm on my phone. Like, what do they think I'm doing? <laughs> yeah, no, I didn't go on okay. it. Said it was so hard not to fangirl over Chris Brown. You find him hot? Um, He's definitely good looking. Yeah, for sure. But not even for that. It's just like when I was younger, I found him so hot. I yeah, was like, yeah, I yeah. love Chris like Brown. Like Rihanna days. Yeah. yeah. Then I found out what he, the whole thing with Rihanna and I was like, eh, mm -hmm. like him less. But then it's still like your childhood person and you're like, wow, I'm for sure. Chris Brown's house. I feel like when you meet a celebrity, it's always a weird thing because you just want to be honest and be like, I, I like. I like, loved you I, when I, I was like, a loved kid. you. I don't want to come off as a fan, but like, I loved you. But then it's like, how do you act cool and then say that yeah. it doesn't go in the same sentence so you just act like they're just a regular person but meanwhile in your mind you're just like oh my god i can't believe i'm in chris brown's house oh my god i was like i can't believe chris brown just made me a drink <laughs> like what <laughs> what <laughs> buy you a drink <laughs> i don't think that's the same i don't no, think that's, that's, good. I think that's 50 cent. <laughs> i don't think it's 50 cent either buy you a drink t-pain i'm a man with me because I got uh, money you know in what? my bag. No. <laughs> yeah, I think that's it. <laughs> um, okay. Another random thought I wanted to talk about, um, which we were actually talking about yesterday, is obviously if you've been a fan of the podcast, then you know that we've done an episode on me almost getting kidnapped in Miami, which obviously you know about. Yeah. Uh, you weren't there with me, but no. um, I'm not going to get into that all over again but uh, it's crazy because you were telling me a story which i feel like you weren't gonna tell me because you didn't want me to get paranoid again yeah, i didn't want to scare her i wasn't gonna tell her but then it came up yesterday yeah so. yeah um so the whole story about alessia almost getting kidnapped i have to say when i heard it i was like okay she's exaggerating and, and you know what's so annoying is that I even contemplated speaking about it on the podcast because I always knew there would be one fucker yeah. to be like, you're making the story up or it's a lie. I don't think you made it up at all. I think that I I think everyone knows that you've had this kind of fear For since sure. you're younger. I just think that maybe you were paranoid and you like, yeah, over analyzed everything. The and then you, like maybe the guy was just being a dick, you know? Yeah. I, I really just thought yeah. that maybe you took a few signs and... Like, blew it out of proportion. I don't think you you meant to blow it up. I think you were a bit paranoid, and 
in feeling that way you actually thought this was happening to you i was just like maybe it wasn't actually happening the guy was just being a dick but yeah like you're just paranoid yeah and the thing is it's so hard when you feel something so strong yeah. and you know yourself what the fuck is happening yeah like, i wasn't like, there with you the, I exactly and it's like you'll never really understand unless you were there and i think for me all i could say is that thank god i was with a girlfriend and thank god she was like ale like you're fucking nuts and by the end of it when we escaped she was like ale like like we're we're saved now like yeah. she was completely completely also felt that way and she was is not scared of anything yeah so i think you can be like okay alessia's paranoid like shut the fuck up and then you could also be like her paranoia is why we are saved right now yeah and it's so hard to know because you weren't no one was there with you so. and the only reason i'll say i survived it is because of yeah. being at the airport hearing all the messages breaking a nail what are the odds having to go get my nail done and the girl's like i'm telling you this is going on so much always have peppermint spray like i swear even as somebody who is scared of being kidnapped yeah i was not living in fear i was taking ubers i didn't yeah i it didn't process even when i heard it at the airport like i wasn't stopping taking ubers it really just happened when i got into this uber and it was like the door was locked and everything i was asking for he wasn't doing and then yeah, i was like, was like this is happening um but anyways i want to talk about like what i heard yeah. yeah well that's so after i heard this i felt kind of bad for feeling that way about your story because i was like you know what maybe this shit is actually happening and mm -hmm. so what i actually saw a couple days ago is i don't know if you guys probably do know morgan osman um the real morgan Britt on morgan Britt. she was yeah. also the girl who was on the plane the plane you, girl <laughs> the plane girl she was she was on the plane and someone was videotaping her and she's like bitch i'm fucking like instagram famous yeah and so, she walked the plane girl the plane girl so she's definitely problematic For always sure. always blowing things sure. up on Instagram I and also think she's stuff. very real though she says a lot of shit that no one's gonna say and I respect her for that oh absolutely I totally I follow her love her love to see the drama yeah um, but definitely problematic and there's always some sort of drama going on so the latest drama yes was that she went to Mila which is this club restaurant club in, in well, Miami. a restaurant it's a restaurant in Miami I mean if you've gone to Miami you've definitely been to Mila it's where they do the fire shows and, and stuff and like they opened up a club at the bottom like a speakeasy it's yeah. just like a happening good restaurant yeah and everyone goes yeah so essentially she went to Mila and I don't know the whole story she didn't say exactly what happened but she starts blasting them and she's like fuck this place Mila they're like they should be cancelled um, they're so re rude their security thinks that they're like this CIA and like blah 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 and also outs them and is like Mila is sex trafficking girls the owners all know that this is going on and there's lineups of Ubers on the side of Mila where they're literally putting girls in to get sex trafficked and the owners are aware of this and are part of this scheme so when I heard that I was like okay that's that's wild and then a few she posted other girls who actually responded to her and was like yeah this actually happened yeah this happened to me xyz and essentially that's the thing they have like a sex trafficking ring do we know any stories that she no she comes through anything with any? about that but i was just surprised to see it being a thing where she was like all the owners know about it they're in on it they're making money off of this and they have a lineup of ubers where they literally like sex traffic girls and she was like i was so scared standing outside that place like knowing that people are getting sex trafficked right there yeah 
I think um, Miami is definitely a party place, and there's a lot of fun. But I think with that being well, it's said, the easiest way to get a- the easiest place to get away with it. It's just because you're just shipped on a boat, and then you're in fucking mm-hmm. Mexico. I feel like there should be definitely new processes in place so that this shit doesn't happen. You oh, know, yeah. so I feel like that's just like really sad. It is really and, sad. Like, I love Miami, and that's, like, something that's a bit scary, knowing... I'm, I'm not gonna lie, like, I feel like after that happened, I slowed down on, on the amount of times I, like, started going there, and I feel like now I only really feel comfortable going there if I'm with a man. Like, obviously, I'm gonna go with girlfriends, but I, I don't think people realize how bad it is right now. Like, if it's going on, and people are talking about it at the airports, that means that it's happening more often than not. Is it so. you that sent me that clip? And it's like a guy, it's a TikTok, and the guy's like, if ever you're in an Uber and you feel unsafe, play this clip in the oh, background. Oh, yeah, 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 it was me. And it's a guy where you're like... He's like, hello, where are you? <laughs> I'll be waiting for you. I'm tracking you. Like, with, with such a deep voice. So yeah. that, literally, don't fuck with this. So that you can pretend to be on the phone with him, and you're like, babe, I'm on my way, I'm in the Uber. Mm-hmm. So that the Uber knows that there's a guy who sounds like he's going to kick your ass if if you don't show up there in one piece and he's like i'm coming outside to make sure you're okay it's crazy i feel like they should actually have something well then everyone would know about it i guess not i just um but as a girl you should find that clip and have it on your phone which is actually something else i wanted to talk about because you know how we're as women like i don't think men realize this a lot so i thought it'd be interesting to talk about but um the safety of a woman like Like, we need safety from men, but who we're also scared of is men. Yeah. Does that make sense? Um, And I just wanted to bring awareness to that because I feel like a lot of the times men are just like, oh, that didn't really happen. Or, like, they don't see it like that because they're not living in a woman's body. And I feel like just just to really tie it all together, like, do you ever fully feel safe as a woman? No. No. Well, I mean, sometimes if I'm with a guy. But that's what I'm saying. If you're alone and you're just walking in the street and it can be. Never, yeah. As a woman, like, we're never like, da 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 da, just like thinking of rainbows and walking. Like, we're always like, okay, like, who's that person to our right? Like, we're always aware. Yeah. And we have to be. And if you're not, then as a girl, you have to be. So I think when they make memes about how when you're with a guy. And you're like, da 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 da. And we're dozing off. It's because it's actually the only time we could put our brain to rest. Yeah. For sure. I really feel that. Yeah. So I think um, men should just step up to the plate. (laughs) (laughs) You know what? I think that it's always good for a guy to have either sisters or like a girl best friend or someone that they can like speak to that can give them the girl's perspective of things. Because I've I've definitely noticed from guys who don't have any sisters Mm -hmm. or who don't have any like really strong like female. Yes. Not necessarily a mom because it's not the same. A mom is not the same. Like you need someone your own age mm-hmm. that can kind of tell you these things so you can be like okay i understand how the female brain works because if they grew up like just with boys they don't get they don't that get it. feeling they don't get like how much more dangerous the world is as a woman yeah it's so fucking true as long as you have someone you're kind yeah. of your own age someone yeah. in your age vicinity where you can see what they're also going through at that age it's not like your mom where she's already your role model and she's with your dad this episode's gonna come out right before the holidays so that's why we're kind of dressed up you know as santa's helpers (laughs) (laughs) and we're kind of gonna give a few tips on what you can get your girl for the holidays and what you can get your man but we'll probably be better at what you should get a girl because i still don't know what to get my dad you oh my god every year it's like that is the hardest person to get a gift for yeah i know 
Is that like a universal dad thing? I think it's just because they don't ask for anything and they're happy with whatever they get. Yeah, I think that really talks into like how men are in general. Oh, but I love that. Yeah. I love that they're not like us. Yeah. But I think that they need to under... I think this is where men fall short when they're trying to get a gift for their girlfriend because they feel like if I get her anything, like, she should be happy. Because they're happy with anything. Exactly. But it's like, no, babe, it's not the same. Yeah. We're like, did you think about what you got? Yeah. Did you think about me when you got this gift and know what I like? That means you listen to me. Yes. That's the important part. If you get me something that I don't like, then it's like, do you even know me? Yeah. Are we... Should like we break up right now? We're insulted. <laughs> yeah, it's insulting. I think the best way to do it is to just throughout the year before Christmas time, whenever they say they like something, even if you're not a good listener, but yeah, hear what they say, write, write it, it in notes. Just write it in goddamn notes and that's it. Yeah. And then when you go back to it, when you need to buy a gift. Yeah. But Tanya, what happens it's like, when you're like, if a girl says, I like this, it's because she wants you to remember this for the next time you have to get a gift. Exactly. So, we're doing it. We're giving you all the hints. You just have to, like, listen. Literally. I'm <laughs> like, I can't start listen. telling you what your girl wants, but I know a girl's never not happy with a pair of heels. Oh, for a sure. A good old designer bag. I don't know what it is with a bag. You have to bag. talk about, like, every budget, though. Yes. Okay, fair. But bag like, or heels. But that that's too major different budgets already. Well, it depends. You can get, like, regular heels. Yeah. And a regular bag. Yeah, for sure. When it comes down to these holidays, you just have to show you put in more effort. And what shows you put in more effort? Like spending a little more money. <laughs> a little more. <laughs> a little. A little. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, what's like the best thing you've ever got? Oh my gosh. Like, are you always happier with a bag or shoes? A, well, a bag a for bag. sure. Because yeah. it just costs so much more. Yeah. And also, you can't you can't ruin it as easily. And you can wear it. Well, you can wear shoes really often too. But I feel like they'll get destroyed with my bags. I'm so careful. Yeah, that's so true. It lasts forever. Yeah, like bags are definitely a timeless piece. Yeah, if you get the right, you know, color, and you don't start doing like, you know, <laughs> yeah, you have to be safe with the color. Yeah, if, especially if you're planning on getting your girl a designer bag and she doesn't have many, always oh. stick with black nude. nude. Or like a brown, something neutral. Neutral. Look Don't at her start closet. by getting her a red because she, and she never had a bag f- before. Yeah. That doesn't oh, make sense. Stick with sure. like also brown, don't white, try. black, white. <laughs> Actually, don't try. I have one of my friends message me and he's like, oh, I was thinking of getting this bag for her. I know she'd love it. And I was like, oh my God, love that one. And he's like, hey, they don't have it in this color, but they have it in a different color. And I was like, no, because this color matches the other shoes that you got her. And he's like, yeah, but that color matches these other shoes I got her. And I was like, no, no, different kind of fabric. <laughs> doesn't go together <laughs> i know it's the same color but wrong men are so clueless <laughs> and he was like wow thank god i checked with you and i'm like yep yeah, you're so welcome this is why you need a girl best friend yes. or like a sister and if you don't have a sister find a girl that you're not trying to bang <laughs> <laughs> which is impossible so don't find a girl ask your mom <laughs> i guess if she has good mom. style yeah no ask the friends i'm sorry ask the girl's friends definitely ask the girl's friends if she has a gay friend ask him so what are you getting your dad this year because i struggle every single year oh my god he's the hardest he my dad is like i will get him stuff i've gotten wallet designer wallet Wallet, doesn't wear it a belt 
doesn't wear it. No, my dad's the worst. He's like, I know he needs a new wallet because his wallet that he has is like this old leather wallet. But he wallet. won't change it regardless. Wait, wait. It's so old that it's like split and he uses a elastic that he wraps around the wallet to keep it together. <laughs> so every time he needs to use it, he takes off the elastic to like pull stuff out of it. I'm like, are you normal? Like, let me get. So we've gotten him a new wallet to replace that one. Ask me if he uses it. No, he's still using the wallet with the elastic. Crazy. <laughs> he just he just likes his old stuff, like, and he's so happy that he got a wallet, but then he just never uses it. Insane. <laughs> I like getting shoes for guys. Um, belts, <laughs> shoes, <laughs> belts, uh, wallets, accessories are just good. Yeah, good gifts. And also, they're not like that expensive. Yeah. <laughs> How much do you think someone should spend on a gift for, let's say, the holidays? Are we talking about like a couple yeah. relationship? Like how much should the guy spend on the girl and how much does the yeah. girl spend on the guy? Exactly. I think that the guy should always spend more on the girl. Yeah. But I, I also don't think that as a girl, you go get like the shittiest, smallest gift and be like, here, I got you something. For sure. Obviously, everyone makes a different amount of money. Yeah, that so also goes into... Exactly. So I think I found a... Um, a kind of technique that would work in order to decide how much to spend on someone. Because you know how they say with diamond rings, um, you should spend 25% on your of your salary on a diamond ring. Like okay. it's just been known for like three the longest yeah, time yeah, that yeah. three months of a salary should go towards an engagement ring. Yeah. Which we'll talk about that in a second. Yeah. But whatever your salary is, whatever you get, let's say you get a paycheck every two weeks or you get a, a paycheck every month. I think if you get a paycheck every month, then at least one-fourth to two-fourths of it should be a gift for the holidays. And if you get paid every two weeks, then half your salary should go that's, towards a gift. That's fair. I My only thing here yes. is like, obviously in some relationships, the girl is making more than the guy. Which is like, again, this might be... No, this was for men. Oh, for men? This was for men. As a girl, but... So what if you're making more than him and then like, so for me and the dynamic that I like in a relationship and I feel like whatever type of guy I date, sometimes they're, they're like having our time. Sometimes they can't spend so much on you. And yeah. I think it makes them feel worse if you get them a better gift than they get you. That is so true. Yeah. You can never... You, can you can't like outshine him as a provider man I, I think that and again it depends what kind of guy you're dating but as a provider man I think for them it's really important to make them feel like they got you the better gift 1000% I think yeah. even if you are making a bigger salary than your man you should absolutely never go out and buy them a bigger gift than what they can get you and because you're just belittling them yeah and then they're just not gonna feel good in manly the they won't feel manly no so I think if you're in that position where your your man's not making that much or you know that you're making more than him and you know that he's not getting you a crazy gift, make him make him a gift. Get him something that is more thoughtful that, oh, I got these pictures of us mm -hmm. and I, I did this where he feels like it's more thoughtful and you didn't put so much money into it. So then he can be the man and be like, I got you this yeah. gift that I spent spent money on. Even if it's 100 bucks or 50 bucks, at least he's the one who went and spent the money on it. Yeah. So he gets to still feel like the provider in that dynamic. I, to I could not agree with you more because I think sometimes as women, we want to do so much. We want to prove our love. Yeah. But it really, like for a man who's like probably not where they want to be and like just puts the them gift down. they want to actually get you, it just puts them down. So I think cute, customizable things are fun too. I think men... 
because they don't really normally ask for a lot of things they're not yeah. like oh get me an xbox for christmas it's kind of just like it's not in their nature to really ask for things so whatever I they think do if they get, ask for an xbox for christmas not the kind of guy i wanted a hundred percent like if you're still gaming then get your shit it's together. not even about that if you're asking me to get you an xbox like let me get it for you on my own for but sure as a man like you coming up to me I, and it's different again different dynamics and I I might be like sexist for saying this yeah I'm for sure getting cancelled but like I think the girl should be like I want this I want this and like the guy should be like the, I don't want anything but 100%. one of the one of the gifts that I think and could don't be, ask for an Xbox yeah I think a cute <laughs> gift which I think is something you've done in the past but I think customizable like bathrobes so it's like the gift is for you and it's also for him so he doesn't feel as like weird accepting a gift because it's like something cute thoughtful and yeah. like customizable for both of you what about if someone says, don't get me a gift? Well, you obviously still get them a gift. Right? Never? Okay. But I think what they really mean there. is like, don't spend your money on me. So that, that means don't get them a huge gift. That's what it really means. Yes and no. I, I still think if someone ever tells me, don't get me a gift, I still get a gift. But of course, I try to take into account how much they're spending on me so that I can create the right dynamic for Yeah, it. for sure. Yeah. I think the But most always just never... Girl or guy, if anyone says this to you, always still get a gift. Yeah, 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 for sure. The most difficult part about getting a gift is the first time because let's say his birthday comes before yours. Oh, God, you kind of set so you kind of set the standard at the beginning. So you really don't know at the beginning what their price range is. So I think that's the hardest. That's the hardest. You one. know, like what if your birthday comes before theirs? <gasps> <gasps> it's so difficult. That's the hardest part. Should you get a guy you're fucking uh, a gift? No. You're just like sleeping with them and it's a situationship. Why would you get them? Like you either you don't care about them or you do and they're not committing to you. So I don't think in any of those situations you would get that person a gift. Yeah, I agree. Unless I you're both like, okay, this is like a fuck buddy like relationship and it's been going on for a year and you already know like what it is. But I wouldn't. If they can't even give you the bare minimum of committing to you, please, please do not. Yeah. go get them a gift like you just it makes you look so bad yeah I and then they'll really not commit where they're to like you. thinking that it's the man that doesn't want to commit but you know what fuck what if it's us who doesn't want to commit what if it's us who doesn't want to be then with you them? still don't get a gift 100 then you're just then you're just making them feel like maybe if you're the one who doesn't want to commit and you get them a you gift you just don't get anyone a you're gift. giving them hope that you will commit for sure no 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 there's no gifts that are given in any situation no. that you guys haven't decided if you're dating or not yeah so absolutely not unless you're like we, yeah unless unless you're like it's so new and it's been a month and you're seeing each other then i would get a gift but it already know in your head that this is going somewhere not that yes. oh i don't know if he's giving you mixed signals and he, you feel in any way that this might not be serious for him or for you mm -hmm don't get a gift i totally agree okay moving on from that let's talk about diamond rings versus lab diamonds you mean fake diamonds Ooh! <laughs> oh my god I'm tanya's like if you don't get me a ring and no one died for my motherfucking ring <laughs> i don't want it well, let's blood yeah. diamond baby we're like, getting canceled <laughs> but for real <laughs> Tanya, be yourself, don't I worry. I feel so strongly about this subject. I think that i rather my man buy me a ring that was less carrots but still real than a diamond that was made in the lab. And I know yeah. people might be like, what do you mean real? It's still real. Yeah. Oh, 
It's still, Bitch, it's still like diamond. Yeah, but it, it was made in yesterday in a lab. Like, is that how your relationship is? Did your relationship just get made yesterday and that's all you're worth? Is something that was just like yeah, made and given to you? Like, I no, a diamond is special because it took like thousands of years to be formed. Yes. <laughs> and let me just add one thing on this, yeah. okay? I think the reason commitment and marriage mean so much is because it's not so attainable. Yeah. You really have to work on it. So it's not so easy to find and then it's really hard to make it last. You both have to be committed. You both have to water the plant. Exactly. So I think when it comes to a ring, I really want the ring to symbolize how much I mean to you. And I feel like if I'm getting a lab diamond, then you don't appreciate me as much as you should. And I know a lot of people are going to be like, what do you mean? Like, that's not what it means. But I think in my eyes, the whole reason why a marriage is special is because it's a lot of money to get married and yeah. there's a lot of things that go into it. So I feel like if you're already cutting corners with my diamond ring, then how are you going to be in the relationship? I'm going to I'm going to like play devil's advocate yeah. right now and say something that probably other people will will think of yeah but then we'll get back to this because obviously we feel the same way yeah but i've had people be like okay well what if the lab diamond costs as much as your real diamond like what if they get you a huge lab diamond and it still costs them like 30 grand or whatever for this like huge again huge like lab diamond because i know you can get lab diamonds that are four carats for like 15 g's so um a really huge one that's 30 grand it's 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 exactly like i previously said i rather a lower carat diamond that's real than um a bigger carat that's lab i agree because it's still the symbol that it's again that that diamond that grew and and had to um be formed form. for for like thousands of years it's it's a weird topic to talk about because i have a lot of friends who have got lab diamonds yeah. and i'm always like it's so pretty and i don't really want to share my opinion of how i actually feel about it because everyone's situation is different so yeah for me it's the same thing i i also i really feel strongly about it's a that. weird topic to talk about for sure yeah because you i don't want to offend anyone and i know we're going to get canceled for this because if you have a lab diamond you're hating us right now yeah for sure but i also think it, it comes down to your own preference some people don't care about rings at all and they're like don't get me a ring in which case that's up to you personally i think for me it's a really big deal the ring that you get me because i really believe in that um three months of your salary there's a reason why that's a thing and it's because three months of your salary it's not like you can just save up for three months and then buy it you Mm -hmm. have to be thinking about this and putting you know half of your money aside or a little bit of your money aside every month over like a year to be able to get that ring showing that you put the you didn't just think okay you know i have 5k in my bank account let me just go buy it tomorrow it's like no how much is your salary if you're three times your salary is like 20 30k it's not that easy. It's not just a five thousand mm-hmm. dollar lab diamond that's still pretty, still big, still looks good. Like, no, I want the real one that you actually have to go and spend three times your salary on that ring mm-hmm. because you put the time, <laughs> you put the time in to think about it. Um, and when you bought that ring, you were sweating. Like, I want you to go there sweating, knowing that this is a big decision it's that a- you're putting your money. Your hard-earned money that you work so hard for, you're taking that money, putting it on something that's completely fucking useless because you resell that ring. It's worth nothing after, mm-hmm. even if it's a real diamond, it, it loses so much value. Mm-hmm. So you're putting your money on this stupid little fucking diamond to give to me because you love me so much and you mm-hmm. want to prove that to me. 
it's really a symbol that I feel I really strongly about. I totally agree with you. I think, like I said, I feel weird even talking about this, even if I feel the same way about you, because yeah. I know that I have friends who've gotten lab diamonds. And look, they look beautiful. But yeah. I think it's just the principle of knowing that one it's not a it's it's not something that's just attainable Easy. and you can have it any day and that's kind of how you should feel about our relationship exactly. is that not everyone could have it you really have to think about it and you're making the right decision and this big investment is worth it for the type of woman you're getting exactly. it's really showing the value of like this ring like whatever i'm getting her like she even deserves more because exactly. i chose the right woman i yeah. know who i'm marrying and i'm obviously any marriage you're still taking a gamble but exactly. you're willing to take a gamble on someone you love Honestly, if you're like wishy-washy about me and you're like, okay, again, I have, I can get her a nice ring for $5,000, a lab diamond, $5,000, still a nice big rock that you can get for five Gs. But if that's not like three months worth of your salary. Yeah. You didn't really have to think about it that hard. You didn't have to sweat that much. You, that's a very small risk that you're taking. So yeah. the risk versus reward is really high. Like you want to be taking a huge risk. Yeah putting this time and energy what, into me yeah what if the woman was like i don't care if it's lab or real i just want it to look big and it's to be like well, a lot of choice. carrots that's her so choice. like if she says that i don't care then at yeah, that point then get that but obviously like but i want to be with a man who would be like absolutely not but you would never say that and um, I know I would never say that. The kind of girl that would say that wouldn't mind if he got her a lab diamond and obviously doesn't feel that same way about this, the symbol behind but it. But what if she really... This is another argument I can have is like, what if she really wants... A real one. A real one, but she knows her man is not enough financial... Um, place to give her what she really wants. So she's like, it's okay, babe. Just get me the lab diamond. But I don't think you should get married. That's that's another really Whoa, crazy debate. Oh, that's a deep one. If, no, well, I, if he's not financially ready, yeah, you can't even get married. No, because I'm it's so, fucking I'm, expensive I'm sorry, to get married. I don't think a man should get married if they're not financially stable. I'm sorry. I'm yeah. going to get canceled for this. But yes, you can have the right woman by your side and you could grind together. But I don't think you should actually go through with the marriage until you're financially stable. Yeah. It, is that crazy? I don't know. Yeah, I agree. Look, I'm sorry. But you also have to be financially stable when I'm ready to go. <laughs> like, Wait, what do you mean? I don't know. Like, I would want my ring right away. But I also wouldn't settle and say, like... Yeah, I know what you mean. Because, like, on the opposite end... Like, the op yeah, like, on the I opposite end of it... smaller ring, still real, smaller ring, three months of your current salary. Yeah. And then when you do get to the place where you want to be you can always upgrade upgrade my ring yeah upgrade my ring for sure but i don't still don't want a lab diamond and i it's like my dad when he got my mom her ring it wasn't like the most like beautiful ring and now like but was it three months of his salary it was absolutely for sure like my dad definitely yeah. was like i'm gonna old, get her real in the it, past it was so like that yes and, and it's this whole new mindset of like we've just made it too easy for people but now to, it's like, like my dad gave my mom the option and then instead she chose to do like just a nice beautiful extra bag to add to it yeah. but i think for sure like there's something beautiful to celebrate about a family that's still together and that made it like you should not stop doing these things mm. when like you're with someone that you've gone through fucking hell with yeah. you know so it's just like i don't know I, I rather i'd like to see the study on how many more people stayed together when they got an actual ring versus lab Ooh, it's gotta be oh that's a crazy one it's gotta be higher for sure it's gotta be because you sweat you really 
the fact that you, you thought about it so much before yeah, because you because it's a big investment. Whereas, like, lab, men think anyone about, could do it. Yeah, men think about money, right? They think about their hard-earned money. They think every dollar that they put down on you, they think back at how hard they had to work yeah. for that dollar. So fucking true. Did we like say everything we wanted to about this? I, I feel like think, we're so strongly. About, I feel so no, I strongly about it. Like, I would if. Okay, here's my last thing. If someone gave you a lab diamond, you know, would you say yes? If you really, really love them and they showed up and they gave you a lab diamond when they proposed, would you say yes? No. You would say no? I'll tell you why I'll say no. I'll say no because, first of all, the type of person I'm going to end up with is already going to know me and know that they can't do that. Yeah. So if you know me, and obviously, like, we can act like it's a surprise you didn't know you were getting engaged, but a lot of the times, that is so discussed before you actually get down on one yeah. knee. And or if you know that I feel least, that way, yeah. because you would know that I feel that way, yeah. and then you would do it against how I feel then well, I would just for sure know they're gonna watch well, this now I'm, <laughs> I'm gonna be like well you didn't listen cause I'm not oh, saying you going have to, back to the gifts but, yeah, exactly. exactly you didn't listen I'm not asking you to spend more if you can't afford it I'm just saying that I want it to be a real diamond so if it's less carrots then just go with that yeah but, but I still want three it months to be of salary. yes but I still want it to be a real one if I had yeah. to choose between it being less carrots for it to be real then I'm still choosing that I agree and I think like that's the part that's gonna get misled here oh for sure but because if they say same thing for me by the way if they came up to me with because like you said they know me at this point they know what I like my standards and if you came to me and after knowing that that's what I want a real one and you came up and you brought me a lab diamond I would say no because you don't know me and I shouldn't but that's be, what I'm and saying. I shouldn't be marrying you because I'll be disappointed down the line where you're just not going to be listening. And that's to me. why I'm saying no because you weren't listening. What if they come back with the real one after? Do you say yes or do you? Are you still like it's too late? No, I mean, I mean, it really depends. Like this yeah. is like, come on, this is fucking <laughs> situational now. Now you're like, uh, so if you're at the top of the mountain and they say jump, but you're gonna be safe, well, you're gonna like, jump. It's but like, it's well, I don't like know. they already didn't do what you wanted, so they already are not listening to you. That's but true. at least they fixed it. That's true. I remember once I was talking to a guy and like, I don't know why we were talking about rings, but I feel like sometimes you talk about rings when almost something is so not serious because yeah. you feel so comfortable too, where yeah. I feel like it gets harder to talk about it when you're actually like dating yeah, uh, because it feels more real. And I was like, this is the type of ring I like. He's like, I don't even want to see like, I'm going to choose it. And I was like, <sighs> I I hated that Ooh. energy. I was like, oh, I don't like you already. I'm, I'm like, the one who has to wear the ring. I'm the one who has to wear it. Don't you want to get me something that I like? What if it doesn't Why look good on my finger? Why are you not open-minded to how I feel about a rig? Uh, no. And Ooh. just because I like that a ring, was, how do you know it's going to look good did on my finger? Did you leave the date? Did you leave the yeah, date? Yeah, that, that, No, did you leave in the middle? No, I didn't. You, let it? <laughs> <laughs> you were just like, never again. I, I just like Canceled. noted. I think <laughs> men don't realize, but a lot of times women will act so like chill on a date, but we are taking so many notes so down. So many notes. And like, you don't realize how much women analyze you. If you're wondering why you went on a date and you're like, I don't get it. It went so well. Like, why is she ghosting me? It's because she was analyzing that date and there was things she didn't like what you said, but she acted chill and then she just ghosted you. Do they? Do you ghost or do you say it? I 100% ghost. I'm a ghoster. Oh, I, I'll tell them. I'll be like, sorry, I don't feel the same way. Like, Really? But what if Then it's it like, makes them even more crazy. Yeah, so but don't it's you like feel a, like when you say that, it's kind of like, okay, but like, I didn't want anything anyways. Like, what did you think? I don't care. No, if they're still coming at me and they're like, can I take you on another on another date? I'll be like, no, sorry. Like, honestly, I wasn't vibing with you the first time. Like, I don't want to waste either of our time and yeah. go on another date. I guess it depends the situation, but there's a lot of times I just ghosted because I'm just like, if you don't get it, buddy. Like, when you text someone once and they don't ask I think you have one more chance to send a message. If they don't answer you after the second message, buddy, you're out. 
done yeah like stop it right now i'm more I'll, i'll tell people sometimes i ghost but i feel like mostly i'll just tell people but i also like, feel like i don't have like i don't I, I like i don't owe you that after one date i don't owe you having to explain why we're not for each other you well i don't just- explain i'm just like i'm not vibing if okay well this was so fun i'm yeah. definitely gonna have you on again um i feel like we can go on there's so many other things i want to talk about like riot dates and oh like God. so many other things but um you'll definitely come back on right you'll be a a huge a reg yeah um i first of all before we end this i don't know why you made me get that as your starbucks order i'm freaking out but then i was also like well no kidding your skin is fucking amazing you're having black coffee and i'm here with like my black coffee hi can i have cinnamon can i have (laughs) oat milk can i have vanilla like yeah no kidding your skin is fucking reacting (laughs) so i'm actually just jealous that you can drink that i don't know if that's what's making it nice because i have always drank black coffee and my skin (laughs) just got clear like a couple months ago it it was a struggle for the past year and a half like really bad well we're happy you're here we're happy your skin is skinning yeah i feel like people have this persona of you where they're like you're not a girl's girl because you're hot and men like you so automatically you can't be a girl's girl which is like fucked up the thing but if you also for the next time she comes on have any questions you want answered then feel free to message me uh right in the comments i love you don't forget to like subscribe tanya honestly It's like talking to myself. Oh, I know. (laughs) So easy. So easy. (laughs) Too easy. Too fucking easy. Okay. Well, uh, I think we're at an hour hour over. So, (laughs) bye. I'm waving like the queen.